Welcome to episode 4 of Random Ultra Runner Podcast, great to have you with me and yeah, a really good uh, episode in store today, um, we are going to be uh, featuring the Devil of the Highlands foot race today, um, I was up uh, up that way uh, this weekend with Sam, crew chief, crew captain, whatever you want to call her. Um, and we were crewing um, a friend of hers um, who I hadn't met, um, uh, but um, I think a couple of days leading up to the race, um, uh, Sam mentioned that she might be doing it kind of on her own. Um, we had it penciled in as potentially going up to help, so I think once we heard that um, potentially she was going to be by herself, um, we we thought, yeah, we'll take a drive up, it's only a couple of hours away. Um, so let's do it and have a day out up there. Um, so yeah, that was what we did with our weekend, and we we um, took some kind of audio clips at, at certain checkpoints, waiting for um, Sam's friend Amy to come in. And yeah, there's a little piece as well done by Amy, um, which will be in the podcast, and she's kind of. Uh, giving a rundown of her race and introducing herself and talking about her experiences in running. So yeah, I think uh, a really good episode in store. Um, as well as that, I'll run down um, a lot of the races, ultras that have been happening this previous weekend, uh, weekend of the 12th and the 13th. Lots of big ultras going on uh, this weekend all over the UK and over in Ireland as well. So yeah, I'll give you a bit of a rundown on that. But yeah, I think today's um, podcast will be focusing on Devil of the Highlands Foot Race. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy it. So hello, my name's Amy and I'm a runner. I run with Helensborough Athletics Club and I've run with Helensborough since I was about 20 years old. Um, prior to that, I wasn't a very sporty kid. I'm not particularly athletic, um, but I always wanted to run and I gave it a bash. First started running when I was about 20, let's say 20, 21. Um, I have always run. Running has always been a big part of my life, um, but I've not really ever considered myself a kind of proper runner. I've run one marathon, which was the Harris Marathon. I've run a number of half marathons endless 10Ks, a couple of relays, don't really dabble in 5Ks, but I have always, always wanted to run an ultra. Um, Ultras first kind of came into my awareness or kind of into my ether probably around about 2011, 2012, Um, living in Helensburg at the time. And my, we're really spoiled here because we're on the west coast of Scotland and we are so well situated for the full West Highland Way race, the fling and the devil of the Highlands. 
And it was probably around 2011, 2012, one of my friends, Karen Nickel, um, ran, I think she ran The Devil, and I remember seeing it on Facebook and just being blown away and so impressed and just thinking, like, I want to do that one day. Like, I have to do that one day. Um, But I also know through Helen's Running Club and some of my very good friends have now, like my good friend Callum, he's run the West Highland Way I think two or three times he's done the fling two or three times he's done the devil through the running club vicky and phil laura johnson so many good friends have now done these races um so anyway it always felt out of reach for me i was just was waiting for this kind of magical moment where i would be fit enough to ever dream to run an ultra and i've had probably three years away from running an exercise probably starting with COVID and then just some life stuff. Um, I wasn't a priority, you know, I wasn't able to make time for myself. Um, And it was at the start of this year, my New Year's resolution was to be fit enough to run the New Year run with the club, which was eight miles. And coming into this year, truly, I thought if if I can run eight miles by the end of this year and run with the club, I'll be so happy. Um, I ended up being invited to Vicky's Hendu, and part of that was the Glentrest 10K. So I ran the Glentrest 10K in February, and I absolutely loved it. And one of my good friends, Laura, who's involved in the setup and organisation of the Devil, said to me, "Look, I've had this crazy idea. I think that you should enter the Devil." She said, "You just looked so happy when you were running at Glentrest. You had a big smile on your face." She said, "Just enter it. You know, you can do it." Um, so I just thought, if not now, then when? And why don't I just give it a try? So I entered the devil um, and set about training for it. Unfortunately, uh, well, I had a great start with my training. I was feeling hugely motivated and it was all going really well until about week six or seven when I picked up, maybe week eight actually, picked up um, a couple of injuries one on my right knee and I had pretty bad shin splints and I think I just asked my body to do too much too fast and I was so unconditioned. Um, The physio I saw said really you should have been running for a year consistently before you started a training plan like this but I thought um, I thought I'd give it a bash anyway. So I knew coming into the devil that I was massively under-trained and under-prepared. My body wasn't ready um, but I knew, well, I wanted to give it a try for a number of reasons. Um, one, you know, I've wanted to run an ultra for as long as I can remember, but I didn't even know if I was going to like it. So I thought, why don't I just see what it feels like to get up at three in the morning, drive to Tindrum, you know, check in in the dark, <laughs> get on the start line at 545 in the rain, what does that even feel like? Do I like it? Am I going to want to do it again? So I knew coming into the devil, I was underprepared and undertrained, but I wanted to just see how that felt. So the day for me looked like getting up at three, my alarm went off at three, had a quick shower, uh, finished packing my bag. Laura, my good friend, picked me up at 3.30 and we set off up to Tindrum. Um, it was such an out-of-body experience. Um, 
but checked in, was sitting in the green welly at like 5am, had a cup of coffee, had a toasted bagel, put on my race number, changed out of my leggings and into my shorts. Um, next minute, you know, it's the race briefing and then you're on the start line at 5.45 and you set off running at 6. From Tindrum to Bridge of Orkey, which is seven miles, is a bit of a blur. I remember just running, feeling really strong. Um, my good friend Callum, who's done a number of ultras, said to me, like, just start slow. Like, if you think you're going slower, if you think you're going slowly, just go even slower. So I really took it easy from um, Tindrum to Bridge of Orkey. Um... I did not know what I was doing with nutrition, but I feel I actually nailed my hydration and nutrition. Like at no point I felt um, either under fueled or under hydrated. I had a little rhythm going with gels and salt tablets and banana chips, dried mango. I had water. Um, So I was feeling really good. Just after leaving Bridge of Orkey, it started, it kind of changed for me around mile 10. So you're running on kind of a cobbled ground, but because it was raining quite heavily, the cobbles were quite slippy. So it was kind of tricky underfoot and that seemed to last for quite a few miles. Um, and it was around about that time I started to get this pain in my left hip. And the the hip hadn't been something that was giving me any issues um prior in, in training so anyway my my hip started to get sore my worst stretch of the race was from mile 10 to Glencoe which is 17 miles I hated every second of that I just wanted it to be over I was getting in a really negative headspace so hello we are at checkpoint two of the Devil or the Highlands foot race uh, Glencoe it is absolutely pissing it down it's such a shame because usually here there's some very dramatic views but um, it's very cloudy lots of low cloud lots of rain um, yeah lots of runners coming through um, this checkpoint at the moment going to get they've got drop bags here um, coming up to a timing point just checking in at this this aid station and from here they can turn round and go back onto the West Highland Way which is where um, um, well the uh, trail that the race runs on from Tindrum up to Fort William um, so yeah uh, me and Sam are um, Sam my, my, my crew chief um, are crewing a friend who's running the race um, so we're just waiting for her coming into checkpoint to and uh, we'll see how she's getting on. Um, yeah, tough, tough race this one. About 6,000 feet of climbing um, in 42 miles. So, yeah, lots of um, uh, lots of work. I don't know if you can hear that rain smashing down here. Um, yeah, it's uh, a grim day for it, but at least the midges aren't out and um, they'll be keeping nice and cool. So, yeah, we're just waiting on her. Um, hopefully she's in good shape. When I got to Glencoe, Sam and David were there to cheer me on, which was amazing. And also my really good friends, Laurie and Callum, and their daughters, Ellen and Erin, had surprised me. So they were there. Got some hugs. I got a glute massage. I got some coffee. I ate a wrap. 
uh, had some paracetamol and set off again. Um, so I knew at that point, I just wanted to try and get to Kinloch even. Um, and I kind of knew in my heart, my body was probably not going to be able to go the full um, 42. But yeah, I set off and, and hoped for the best. Hello, we are at Kinloch Leaven checkpoint three. It is fucking pouring down. Um, apologies for the bad language. <laughs> I really need to emphasise how how uh, wet it is. Um, it has been relentless all day. So fair play to all the runners who are still coming through and looking maybe not quite as happy as they were at checkpoint two. There's not the smiles aren't quite as wide because I mean the rain is. It is really, really coming down now. Um, so yeah, at checkpoint three at the minute. Um, um, waiting on Amy. I should actually see how she how she looked at checkpoint two. She's looking good. She had a bit of pain in um, uh, her left kind of glute. Um, one of her other friends who came to support her kind of helped her out with that way. Um, digging an elbow into the affected area, um, which uh, I got a few a few laughs. Um, I couldn't take a picture of it because it, it looked a little bit X-rated. Um, but no, she was good. She was in good spirits. I think what she actually said was um, it was the best day of her life, apart from the pain that she was in, which she described as being a an eight or a nine. So that's quite a lot of pain. But she took um, a couple of paracetamol, I think, and um, was off on her way. And as we were driving towards Kinloch Leaven, we actually saw her on a bit of a trail running, so she um, was looking good there, so I'm sure she'll come into checkpoint 3 absolutely fine and uh, send her on her way. But um, yeah, um, it's a, it's again usually a really beautiful spot up here, um, but the cloud is really low um, and it's absolutely pouring down. You can probably hear in the recording uh, how wet it is um, yeah I'm just kind of looking around at some of the faces um, the crews obviously are a lot more miserable than the runners because we are standing here um, we are standing here in it waiting on waiting on runners um, yeah the runners actually look quite chirpy um, although aye, well half and half <laughs> This would be ideal for me, this kind of weather in August, because um, I was saying to Sam, next year I would probably quite like to have a go at this one. And it will be sod lord, it will be 30 degrees, and it will be boiling, and the midges will be everywhere, and I'll be miserable. Um, so yeah, um, along this route, you know, you've got normal um, hikers as well, who come and hike the, the West Highland Way over a few days so there's lots of people out in the trail um, the guy just going past at the minute in full waterproofs midgy net on his face as well looking very miserable um, yeah a lot of people in midgy nets but I've not really noticed any midges although if this rain stops and you get a little bit of sun the midges will be everywhere um, but I don't think there's any danger of this rain stopping anytime soon it's um, absolutely horrendous um, Aye, um, but yeah, I'll uh, do another update uh, once um, Sam's uh, friend comes in and we'll see how she's getting on. Hi everybody, I've got um, the crew chief here, crew <laughs> captain. Sam, how you doing? 
I'm doing good, thank you. Having a good time crewing again? Um, yes, having a good time good. remembering how to talk people off of ledges. Got PTSD? Nah, I'm loving it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we're still at checkpoint three, King Lot leaving, uh, waiting on Sam's friend. Um, yes, been on the phone, she's in struggles well by the sounds of it, but. Um, yeah, she'll get here and we're going to do our best back to out again. push her back out, yeah, because yeah. uh, she'll, she'll be 15 miles after this point, so... Yep, well over halfway. Hopefully we can do that, because we're hearing some negative chat, so <laughs> we need, we're going to try and get her out, get her out of this place. Yeah, so we'll see what happens, then we're both just swatting middies away. Yeah, we'll give her painkillers and a donut. Should we good? Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> stay tuned for that. I ran from Glencoe to the bottom of the Devil Staircase, um, but ascending the Devil Staircase, it just flared up my hips so much, and then coming down the other side as well. So by the by the bottom of the Devil Staircase, I was limping. Um, and just in so much pain. So I managed to get to Kinloch leaving, but um, by that point, I just knew my body couldn't go any further. But yeah, as I say, I'm very proud of my efforts. I still don't feel comfortable to call myself an ultra runner because I haven't actually finished an ultra, but I am so motivated to finish one in the future and I can't wait to get stronger, get fitter, and give it another bash. I recommend The Devil of the Highlands to anyone. It's the most stunning route I've ever seen. And the event organisers, John and Noni, are the nicest people and they put on one of the best events I think you'll ever go to. Um, so yeah, can't wait to try it again next year. So I don't feel disheartened. I, obviously, I didn't finish. I had my first, my first ultra was a, I did not finish. Um, I thought I would feel terrible about that, but I actually feel immensely proud. Like I gave it a try. I was so undertrained and I'm really, really proud to have got to mile 27. I've also made some amazing friends. So three of us from the club ran it together. Victor Vicky and Phil Sumner and Stuart Tacky. Awesome group of people. We really kept each other going. We had a, an epic night out a week before and we're going to get together and have a night out in a couple of weeks um but yeah i just absolutely loved it so i'm at the finish line of the devil of the highlands foot race um first thing i should say is that unfortunately amy sam's friend didn't make it past um checkpoint three um, at uh, what's the name of it now? Totally forgotten. Kind of not leaving. Um, she absolutely battled to get there, and kind of since found out that she'd been hardly able to train at all the past couple of months. She'd been carrying an injury, and she was carrying a niggle throughout the race. Um, a, you know, a lot of pain in her hip, but she still managed to struggle through to Kinloch leaving 27 miles ultra distance so well done to Amy um, 
and achieving that. It's a cracking effort, especially when you're in that much pain and you just keep on trucking. But um, yeah, no, she did amazing. But anyway, I'm at, yeah, we're at the finish. Um, nice wee finish set up here in Fort William. Um, yeah, lots of runners kind of milling around who have obviously finished. Lots of people waiting on their runners coming through. Um, yeah, so a nice wee, nice wee kind of atmosphere here. Um, and yeah, we're just going to hang about. It's It was absolutely pouring again. There's no midges now because it was raining. Uh, my legs are absolutely covered in bites as well. Um, but aye, so yeah, we're going to hang about for a wee bit and watch a few of the runners come in. Um, now that the, the rain's cleared off again. Uh, so aye. So I really hope you enjoyed that. I've got to say thanks very much to, to Amy um, for agreeing to give me a wee bit of a rundown of um, the race. Um, so soon after so soon after running it. Um, so thanks very much, Amy. Um, yeah, that was great. And yeah, just kind of reiterate again, um, a, a fantastic effort considering um, kind of preparation leading up to it, you know, not being ideal so amazing and you know i think taking into account that you got to glencoe the 17 mile point and what what i think is you know a pretty good time you know there's obviously quite a lot of base fitness there so hopefully you get yourself right and um yeah training again and yeah i have absolutely no doubt that you'll be towing the line of a an ultra and completing it in the near future if not going back there next year um so yeah uh, thanks again i think yeah everybody will agree that yeah um, it was a fantastic effort uh yeah and i will really i would really like to get to that one myself um i think just to speak a little bit more about the race um amy touched on it and and saying what a fantastic event it is it, it really it really was um you know i had the opportunity to, to go to um two of the checkpoints which were really well organized um and the finish um was was really really nice um you know they 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 kind of come on to the kind of uh, a field kind of loop around kind of do a dog leg run you know into the funnel um, the runners, um, you know, have their name announced as they, as they run through, and it was a great atmosphere. Um, you know, despite the weather, which was like, you know, <laughs> four seasons in one day doesn't cover it. Um, so everybody was in really good spirits. So a good crowd there. Um, yeah, lots of facilities there for the runner after. Um, showering facilities. You could get a massage as well. They had a wee kind of marquee tent up as well where you could go and grab a beer. So, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I'm looking forward to running it next year. So, there were loads of ultras going on this weekend um yeah so many um that i listed out uh on last week's podcast and i'll go through the results of some of them but um i really don't have the time to to go through them all there are there are so many um 
I guess there's only one place to start, and that's where the the Devil of the Highlands um, results. Um, so the race was won by Michael Deason. He runs for Shettleston Harriers, and he finished in a time of five fifty one in eight seconds. That's uh, again. Always look at these times that the kind of the ultra runners um, run, and it's it's just crazy. So well done, Michael. Second place was Kyle uh, Kyle Wilson, and he runs with my local running club, Greenock Glen Park Harriers. So well done, Kyle. He was in five fifty five in eight seconds, so four minutes behind Michael. So again, it seems that a lot of the races that I've kind of been looking at recently have been really, really um, tight. Um, so that there's probably a good race going on there. I'm looking at I've got, I'm looking at some of the splits here. Yeah, Kyle led um, in a couple of the stations. He actually came into well, he came into Glencoe ahead two seconds ahead of Michael. Um, came into Kinglock leaving fourteen seconds ahead of Michael. So tight kind of race there, probably running together for a lot of it, um, keeping each other in sight. Uh, let me just scroll across to the last split there, just to see. Uh, uh, my usual slapdash ma manner, I'm looking here. Right, so it looks like Michael's made a wee bit of a break after Kinlock weaving. He gets into Londavra. Um, do, 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 about two and a half minutes ahead of um, ahead of Kyle, so he's he's made a bit of a break there between uh, Kinloch Weaving and Londava. Um, so yeah, it seems like uh, that was quite an exciting race. Uh, in third place was I'm going to butcher your name, sorry. It's uh, Florent Violet, um, and he finished in six hours and. Eight minutes, so well done to the three of you there. Uh, for the ladies, Rachel Normand uh, is first female in six hours and 29. Well done, Rachel. Um, running for Carnefe Hill Running Club. Fantastic. Um, second place is Meryl Cooper, D-side runners, six hours and 40. And third place female, I'm just making sure I'm, I'm getting this right, I'm just going through the list, uh, is Morgan Windrum Geddes uh, in 6.46. Well done to the three of you, well done to all the runners. Um, who was the runner who paced this race the best? I'm just going through to the end here. That was Gillian Kirk uh, running for the vegan runners um, and she finished in 12 hours and 33 so well done Gillian um, that is fantastic and yeah expert pacing there um, so yeah um, yeah just to reiterate great race um, I've not ran it obviously but experienced some of the aid stations there and Obviously, heard Amy's account. It sounds like a really, really great event, and a, just a beautiful route as well. So, um, I'm looking forward to to doing that one next year. Other races going on this weekend. Some of these I've I've had a flick through, and um, I'll basically again kind of 
uh, my kind of lazy style will kind of flick through while I'm reading some of these websites to you. Uh, the Connemara 100 was going on uh, this weekend, a 100 mile um, road race um, over an island. Um, I'm just kind of looking through here. Yeah, the Connemara 100 is on the west coast of Ireland. Um, yeah, it's a measured and certified course, that's good. Uh, it's a bad water preferred qualifying race. It says here on the website, the course is simply fabulous, taking participants from Clifton through Letterfrack, the Anna Valley, one loop of the Connemara, Connemara, Connemara Fin Ultra, towards Roundstone, Ballycanely and back to Clifton. So it's kind of big looped course there. Um, sounds good, some nice pictures on the website. Um, yeah, I'll have a look out for results. They don't have any results on that yet, and I've not seen a tracking page. They might be on DUV statistic, but I will check back um, and feedback on that next week. Uh, there was another interesting one that I saw going on this weekend. Um, and again, there's no results on their website yet, and I have not seen any kind of tracking for this. But does the King Alfred's Way... Uh, the King Alfred's Way Ultramarathon it says it's a one time event so it was going on from the 11th to the 14th um, so yeah there will still be runners going on because there is a 350km race and a 161km race so that's pretty much 100 miles isn't it 161 try to do the maths in my head it's oh no no it's not good content me sitting here thinking Um yeah, it says here the King Alfred's Way is a historic route. In total, it's 350k. Uh, it's a one-time only event, limited to 100 places uh, for ecological reasons around historic sites. Um, it's an off-road adventure, transporting the runners through 10,000 years worth of history in the south of England. Sounds good. The route consists of gravel tracks and off-road trails through the heart of Surrey, Hampshire, Wiltshire and Berkshire. Nice. King Alfred's Way is named after the Anglo-Saxon ruler of the ancient kingdom of Wessex. Uh, the route passes close to iconic locations, the World Heritage Site, Stonehenge, the Avery Stone Circle, Iron Age Hill Forts. Uh, yeah, and it connects four of England's favourite running trails, the North Downs Way, the South Downs Way, the Ridgeway and the Thames Path. And from experience, yeah, they're, they're all beautiful trails. And yeah, that sounds like a really, really... Yeah, I mean, a very hard route, <laughs> uh, but yeah, beautiful as well. Um, yeah, the 350km race started on Friday at 6am, there's an 85 hour time limit on that. The 161k event started in Reading on Saturday morning at 8, 32 hour time limit on that, uh, yeah, and they're both finishing in Winchester. Um, yeah, so again, looks like a really uh, interesting uh, race, that one. Um, but yeah, one time only, apparently. Um, so yeah, I'm probably not going to get a chance to do that. Hopefully it's a success and um, maybe they um, decide to maybe do it again in a few years' time. But yeah, it looks good. Uh, other one that I'll go into a bit more detail on, um, the Star Valley Path 100. Uh, I did this race back in 2019, um, yeah really nice, 100k this one, 
Uh, there is a 50k race as well, but I've not seen any results from that. I've got results for the 100k, but it's on the tracking website, so these are not official. Um, yeah, it's a really nice uh, race, this one. Um, I'll just go on the website to give you a better kind of summary of it than I could off the top of my head. Um, yeah, it's a 62 mile long footpath in England, which starts in Newmarket, ends in Catawade. Uh, the Sturbath. The Star Valley Path 100 covers almost the entire length of the Wellmark Trail and is one of the longest point-to-point -point races in East Anglia. Yeah, so that was on uh, Saturday, uh, started at 7. Um, yeah, it says here also the path is notable for the beauty of the scenery en route. The landscape of the Star Valley was made famous by painters such as John Constable and Thomas Gainsborough and inspired the author Beatrix Potter. Uh, yeah, I, c I can, yeah, I, I can uh, confirm that. It is a really, really nice, a nice route. Um, the only thing, it's uh, just a personal thing for me with this race, and, uh, you know, I feel like uh, a, bit, uh, a bit weak saying it, but I, you know, the thing annoyed me, it was you, you run through, like, loads of kind of ploughed fields and stuff like that, um, which is fine, it's a trail race, you know, that's kind of the way it goes, but I think after a while it gets so tiring because the ground's so heavy, you end up collecting all the mud and all that, um, it's just hard to run on and stuff like that. Anyway, that, that is the nature of trail, trail races, that's just my little gripe with that. I think, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't even know why I mention it. I think I just have, uh, I just remember the painful memories from it. No, it's a really, really nice route. Good course. I think I did it in like 13, 13 hours and 45 minutes, something like that, back in 2019. Um, yeah, good good race, that one. Um, yeah, forget my moans. Uh, so, I'm just going on to see if we can get some results. Uh, so, yeah, no official results, like I said. This is from like the um, the the tracking that they had for for the runners uh, on geo tracks. Um, so number one first place was Che Hopkins, in a time of nine oh one. Oh my goodness, that is rapid. That is that is very quick. Wow. Um, yeah, fantastic. Well done, Che. Second place was uh, Fumiaki Emamura. In ten thirty two, so uh, you know we've had some close races, but that is um, not one of them. Chase absolutely destroyed that field. Um, yeah, Fumiaki um, Yamamura in ten thirty two, and James Smith was third in ten forty two. So great running uh, from the top three there, but um, wow, that's a very very quick time. Uh, I'm just looking through to see to find our first lady um, it's given me it in rows of 10 so I'm having to flick through here which is annoying uh, do, 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 first female we have yeah Esther Adam in 1312 okay um, second female I'm going to I'm going to check if that's right because I'm not sure I'm sure that we would have had some quicker ladies than that. I'll double check that. I don't want to read out um, uh, 
results and uh, attribute first, second and third lady if uh, it's not right. But, so yeah, I'll double check on that. Like I say, these results aren't official. Um, but yeah, that is a good one anyway. Good, uh, You know, I did want to mention this Ultra. It's a, that's a nice Ultra, the SVP 100, the Star Valley Path. Yeah, very good. Um, also going on this weekend, in fact, it's still going on, is the race across Scotland run by GB Ultras. Again, no results in place there uh, yet. That race will still be going on. That started Saturday morning. Um, so I'm just bringing up the info on this one. Um, it's back for its seventh year. It's a 215 mile coast to coast ultramarathon. It follows the Southern Upland Way um, with support right across Scotland. Um, it says here there's an international field of runners that take it on, um, yeah, taking them from the beautiful coastline of Port Patrick, over the mountains, along the valleys, through the beautiful forests of the southern uplands, and along trails steeped in history. Um, it's got live online GPS tracking, so I probably could uh, have a look, see if there's a link on the page here. Um, you have up to 100 hours to complete this landmark continuous single stage race. Ultra runners will be pushed to their absolute limit uh, in the 215-mile race across Scotland. Yeah, I have no doubt about that. Uh, 215 miles is uh, no joke. Um, £599 to enter this one, um, which is uh, yeah, it's, it's pricey. Um, I'm assuming that the support is pretty good. You're obviously being tracked. Um, it's a long race, so I guess, yeah, I'd need to... Uh, have a look at what more they offer. That is quite expensive. It's, it gives you the option you can spread the cost over three, six, nine, or twelve months. So I guess that is good. You know, if you were making that your A race for your year, it's going to be a lot of preparation for that. I guess you know, and it, it would be an absolutely beautiful race as well. Oh, and there's a link here for the live tracking. I'm going to click it and see what happens. Um, if it brings up some info quickly, I'll let you know. Otherwise, I'll just move on. Um, do, do, do. Oh, so there's oh, yeah. oh, hang on. Rank one. Oh, good. No, yeah, I can kind of. I'm not sure anyone's finished yet. <laughs> it's live podcasting. Live podcasting. Um, I could just edit this, uh, but I'm not that professional. Um, according to the, the tracking website at the moment, it says uh, in rank one is a guy called uh, Pavel Symbolista. Second place is Martin uh, Cow, And in third place is Adam Gray. Um, yeah. I'm just looking to see, ladies. I think... According to this, in first place at the moment is Nikki Han, second place Faye Baldock, and yeah, I'm not getting any other names there at the moment. Um, I'm basically looking at a map with a line and little symbols on it. Um, so yeah, um, Pavel looks like he's quite close. I'm going to click on Pavel and see what happens. Let's see. Uh, do, do, do. It says he's at 198. 
0.16 miles, so he's not got too far to go. Estimated finish time, 61 hours 45 minutes. So that's estimated getting him in at quarter to eight tonight. So aye, that's actually quite good. That's um, That tracking looks quite user friendly. Uh, yeah, even I managed to kind of uh, decipher that one. So no, that's cool. Um, yeah, massive challenge, um, that one. But um, yeah, maybe for me, I'm not sure. Yeah, maybe one day, who knows. Um, you know, I, I want to crack the Grand Union next year. That's 145 miles, which scares me. So 215, um, yeah, I, I can't really comprehend that at the moment. Um, but yeah, those were the altars that I really wanted to dig a wee bit more into a bit more detail on. There, like I said, there's there's loads going on uh, this past weekend. Um, what did we have going on? There was the Richmond Ultra, the Windsor Ultra, the Tech Cotwold Challenge, um, the Shortley Peninsula 50, the Run to the Castle. Loads, loads going on. Cordwell Colossus. The Beast of Langatok. Now, I just saw on Instagram that um, Damien Hall actually won that one. Um, so it's like a, a kind of short 32 mile, 50k race with 7,000 feet of vertical rammed into that. So, um, yeah, so Damien Hall, very good kind of elite ultra runner, went down to Wales and won that one. Um, yeah, there was so much going on this weekend. Um, one other ultra that I just wanted to touch on, a kind of international one, is the Bigfoot 200 going on out in the States. And the reason I'm touching on that is just because of a, a kind of, again, an elite ultra runner that I've kind of followed over the years. Sally McRae is running that. And two weeks ago, she ran the Tahoe 200 um, around Lake Tahoe. And then a few weeks before that, she ran the Coca-Dona 250. And I think it's kind of like a triple crown of like 200 mile ultras. Um, it just, again, I can't comprehend how you can run that distance, one, you know, two, run that distance again two weeks after running that distance. Um so she, she's in the process of completing that. I've got absolutely no doubt she will. I've just kind of checked Instagram before I started to re uh, record to see if there was any update. Not seen anything there. Um, but I have no doubt at all that Sally will finish and probably, you know, very close to the top three. Um, I think she was third lady in the Tahoe 200 and fourth at the Coca-Dona. So just, yeah, you know, something you know, we can all aspire to being that strong and uh, yeah, physically strong and mentally strong. Um, yeah, absolutely incredible um, from Sally McRae. If you're not following her already on Instagram, she's called, um, her handle on Instagram is Yellow Runner. Um, so I, I would recommend following Sally and what she does. It's um, very, very inspiring. Um, races going on next weekend bit of a quieter weekend um, uh, compared to this last one, although there was so much going on, eh? Um, so we've got the Speyside Way Ultra going on, which again is one that I was kind of looking at earlier in the year, but um, 
I'm not as fit. Well, I knew I wasn't going to be as fit as I wanted to be to to take part in that race. It, it came a bit too soon. So maybe one for next year. Maybe a decision between that one and the Devil of the Highlands. Although, yeah, I'll probably end up doing the Devil of the Highlands. Um, that's going on next weekend. There is also the Foxton Hound Ultra 100k, Foxton Hound Ultra 50k too in Leicestershire. I've never heard of that one, but we'll, we'll, we'll do a bit of digging into that one next weekend. Uh, what else is going on? Uh, there's a 24 hour race in Wales going on called the Mole Famau 24. And again, I probably butchered that Welsh pronunci- uh, pronunciation, so sorry. Um, there's the Bath Two Tunnels 50k going on. I don't know much about that one. Need to uh, look at that as well. Uh, yeah, that's kind of looking. Yeah, from what I can find, that's what's going on next weekend. International race wise, the Squamish 50/50 out in British Columbia is going on. Um, I'll probably just take a wee quick look at that and the results next weekend. I did that back in 2017. That's a brilliant race. Um, so yeah, you run 50 miles um, the first day and I think in those 50 miles there's about 10,000 feet of climbing. It's very mountainous, very hilly, but absolutely brilliant. Um, and then the 50k, you run the very next day. So you do that 50 mile, you go to bed and then yeah, you're up. <laughs> again early doors to get out and run the 50k uh, but you get a cool trucker hat and the guy that um, organises it is Gary Robbins who I'm sure we've all heard of so you know if you get to the finish line you know you get to get a hug from Gary Robbins um, uh, twice so that's pretty cool uh, so yeah so I'll probably have a wee look at that one too um, but yeah that's going to wrap up um, episode 4 I hope um I hope you've enjoyed it. Again, thanks to Amy for um, uh, giving us a, a bit of um, info on the race and, and providing you know um, her story. That was it was really cool. Um, yeah, like I say, uh, you know, it wasn't a finish this time, but I good experience learned there, um, and it sounds like she's um, still remaining really positive and had a great experience anyway absolutely no doubt she'll get back and finish that race with no bother at all next year um so yeah um have a good week and i'll catch you next time bye